This is Bloomberg Business Week from Bloomberg Radio. I'm Carol Master. Welcome to the Bloomberg Business Week Extra. It's our weekly podcast with a favorite conversation. And from the week, we caught up with Mattel President Richard Dixon. Now, last month, Mattel launched Mattel Creations. It features curated items for sale, highlights creator collaborations, past and present, and kind of offers a peek into the creative process with Mattel's very own designer. Mattel Creations was launched in tandem with the brand's 75th anniversary and is being led by Mattel President Richard Dixon, who joined us to talk about it and, well, just to talk about toys. Well, first off, thank you for having me. Sure. I know there's a lot of news happening. This should be the, the fun part of the day. <laughs> it usually is, but not today. <laughs> but it is yeah, now that no, you're I, here. I you. Well, look, I mean, the, the good news as, as we try and find it in today's, you know, uh, challenging times is that families are obviously spending a lot more time together uh, a result of obviously, you know, the, the pandemic. And in fact, it's reinforced the importance of play and toys. Um, you know, the whole toy industry has continued to surge. We had a great third quarter yeah. uh, overall in the industry, and, and we're incredibly proud of Mattel's performance, which outpaced actually the overall market. Uh, we've been gaining share and ultimately really um, obviously responding to our consumers and providing the right toys and the right assets, if you will, to occupy during these challenging uh, times at home. What have you seen in terms of trends, in terms of the types of purchases people are buying? From my understanding, people were buying Barbies, they were buying Hot Wheels. What, what were people buying? Were there any interesting trends that you noticed in the buying? Yeah, well, certainly, again, as I mentioned, the whole industry was up. Almost all categories posted growth. Yeah. And within the, ca- within the industry, of course, as I mentioned, Mattel is leading. And in our portfolio, we've just had you know, enormous success with, of course, categories like dolls. Mm-hmm. You know, Barbie has had um, an incredible uh, run for the year. Uh, you know, great, great increases, terrific new product reflecting, obviously, diversity and inclusivity, great new toys. The, the games piece of our business has also been incredibly successful. You know, obviously, families spending time at home, using games as a way to occupy their time, Uno, uh, the number one uh, card game in the United States. I love Uno. Can I just say, love it, love it, love it. Uh, Right. Well, we love hearing that. And (laughs) and many, many other people do love Uno. In fact, um, Uno is going to be celebrating its 50th year, if you can imagine that, next year which we've got a lot of excitement and new new product coming to uh, keep those Uno fans going. We play kind of a Ubo Uno version uh, at the beach. My brother has created a version that's just ramped up and it's just a riot. We play for hours. So um, that's good to hear, uh, 50, 50 years. So I do wonder, Richard, do you anticipate that the trends that you're seeing, because I'm thinking about the holidays and I'm thinking it's been a rough year and you know, want it to be a good holiday season. I'm not going to be around a lot of family. Um, and I do wonder what you anticipate for the holiday season. Well, I'll tell you, um, the, the toy shopping, as we see it, the outlook for the fourth quarter is, is strong. Mm-hmm. In fact, toy shopping has already been planned earlier than last year. And with the, um, you know, a surge with online and e-commerce, the ability to shop early is, is more enticing than ever. Uh, you know, our research shows almost 75% of shoppers plan to start holiday shopping even uh, even just before November. And obviously, we're already in November. And with everything that's going on with the pandemic, some families are actually planning on making these holidays, you know, truly extra special for their kids. Mm-hmm. It's, been a, it's been a really challenging year. 
uh, for kids uh, in many in many aspects, and I think parents are recognizing, you know, the, the simple rewards of toys and and fun. So there's there's a lot of uh, I think excitement around the industry and certainly in the Mattel portfolio for the fourth quarter. Have you what's your supply chain been like during this process? You know, it's an asset uh, for mm. Mattel. You know, we we have uh, an incredible group of dedicated people and facilities uh, around the world that have been working tirelessly, certainly under uh, the, the current, you know, restrictions that have been in place in various different places, uh, but ultimately working to supply the demand, uh, you know, given that there's been such a great surge uh, in the uh, industry and, and in particular for our brands and toys, our supply chain has been working incredibly well. And as you know, in any business, it's about execution. Right. And our execution has been really really terrific. It's been a, a great year of excellence in uh, performance-driven metrics for the company. So in any kind of, so I find that fascinating, your supply chain, like, so any of the manufacturing that was needed to be done, um, I'm assuming a lot of it happens outside the United States. None of that stopped? Well, you know, we certainly had gaps. Uh, okay. But if you look at when the timing of the most uh, restrictions based on where our facilities were, uh, prim- primarily in Asia, mm-hmm. that really took place um, at the end of last year and, in fact, the beginning of this year, uh, if you recall, January and February. And, and in terms of production, mm-hmm. uh, that's the slow side of our business. Yeah. Uh, where we really ramp up in production is uh, in, in, uh, in the start of the second half, where restrictions were lifted and we were able to resume uh, much of the workforce and, uh, and working patterns. So, Really, from a timing perspective, um, as odd as it sounds, it worked favorably uh, in terms of production and supply chain. Hey, one last question, then I want to talk about Mattel Creation. So working from home, are your employees working from home? Can some work from home? What's your take on you know, what's happening in terms of the potential for a hybrid workforce? Well, as, as you can imagine, our first priority uh, is our people and mm-hmm. has been our people, their health, their wellness, and, and certainly well-being. Um, and I have to tell you, just you know, being part of the Mattel community, you know, we really are about collaboration. And we, we've, we've, of course, men, like many other companies, had to uh, transition to a work-from-home environment you know, using digital-first mindsets, uh, tools that we put into place very, very quickly, uh, and mobilized uh, around the world to accommodate from a technological perspective as well as um, programs uh, to ensure that our people had the right breaks, had the right times, uh, had the right family engagement. Uh, and we've done a lot of great work uh, with that in mind. And ultimately, our, our community has been incredibly resilient. Um, and, and the results speak for themselves. But we've, we've had a really wonderful bonding, if you can imagine, over the pandemic and uh, and the work ethics that have risen because of it. So does hybrid stick for Mattel? Well, I think it's going to stick not just for Mattel, but for many companies. Okay. You know, I think there, there is a degree of recognition that, you know, working from home uh, is possible. And as, as we sort of move through whatever the new normal will be, I think there'll be recognition that you can work from anywhere, but there's also the need to, you know, show up, work together, be in uh, an environment where, particularly for Mattel, which is a creatively led company, where design, development, and marketing get together and really look at product and, and, and ideate, 
that in-person um, arena is still incredibly meaningful and important, and so is social engagement. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's where you get, you know, bantering ideas. ideas and creative, so you, you can't replace that. All right, well, speaking about creative ideas, tell us about your new digital platform called Mattel Creations, what it's all about, and what you're trying to do here. Well, thank you for asking that question. It's a meaningful new brand for us, um, and it's commensurate with the 75th anniversary for Mattel. This year is our 75th anniversary. We were started in 1945 in a garage, um, which is, of course, a great story by itself. But the the tie-in to the name Mattel Creations is because that was the name above the garage door. Uh, And ultimately, when you think of the name Mattel Creations, you imagine working in it are the creators uh, who began our company and certainly set us up on the journey that uh, that we are enjoying today. So to honor that legacy... Uh, we launched a new brand called Mattel Creations, and it is an e-commerce content platform that's going to feature really incredibly exciting collector products um, from designers, both designers that you know and designers that you uh, will know, uh, because we're, we're going to be launching them on Mattel Creations, taking our products, and we have over 400 brands at Mattel, and inviting designers to recreate them with us. So creating limited edition much sought after curated collector product, scarcity. Uh, we know collectors love the, the hunt and the limited editions, and it will really be um, an engine for us uh, that pairs internal creators and innovators uh, outside of Mattel to create new and exciting collectible toys. Is this for the adult population? You know, I think it's, for, well, clearly, you know, 18 plus will enjoy, you know, the, the curated assortment. Yeah. But it, it, at the end of the day, they're toys. And depending on, you know, who you are and, and how much you love, you know, what you see, it certainly can be playable. But it certainly is going to be designed for more of a collector orientation, limited editions, you know, highly sought after. And, and look, we've got amazing celebrated designer relationships. Travis yeah. Scott has worked with us with Hot Wheels. Kylie Jenner recently with Uno. Uh, the late Karl Lagerfeld mm-hmm. with Barbie. And, yeah. and even recently, you know, Harry, Duke of Sussex, works with us on uh, <laughs> Thomas and Friends. So th- there's an incredible um, array of pop culture curators that uh, are inspired by our brands and, and looking forward to the play date for Mattel Creations. So we're Bloomberg. I just have to quickly ask, is this expected to be kind of a, a productive revenue stream for you guys? Look, absolutely. Uh, you know, the, one of the fastest growing segments in the toy industry has been the adult collector. And while Mattel has always had a, a great collector orientation and following in each of our brands, Barbie, Hot Wheels, American Girl, this is the first time that we're presenting Mattel as a brand that features all of our brands and drives a collector orientation, which we know is a segment within the industry that's growing very fast. We believe not only are we going to create a lot of fun for collectors as a community, but this absolutely will be a, a driving segment for the company. And that wraps up the Bloomberg Business Week Extra podcast with Mattel President Richard Dixon on that new digital platform. It's called Mattel Creations. Check out more of our favorite conversations. You can find it on Apple Podcasts and at Bloomberg.com. I'm Carol Masser.